you got to understand who you are and you cannot think for a second that this mentality and this way of thinking is who you are hey besties how y'all doing today it's d back again with another let's go vf podcast i hope y'all doing okay today matter of fact i hope y'all doing better than okay for those of y'all who are just joining us i'll say welcome to the let's go bf podcast where we talk about everything with jesus in the mix so you really never know what you're gonna get okay but you're gonna get a word you're gonna get some type of freedom you're gonna get a revelation you're gonna get joy you know that's what we hope to bring on the let's go besties podcast pushing you closer to your bestie forever helping you to walk hand in hand with him and also be your authentic self that's what this is all about today we have a pretty good topic okay so before i announce what the title of this podcast is which you probably already seen it if you clicked on it but before i get into it we're going to go into prayer. So, Father God, we thank you for allowing us to be here one more time. Lord, we ask you, Lord God, to open up our eyes and the ears of our understanding so that we may hear you, so that we may see you, so that we may be able to ingest this topic and the words that you speak to us. Father God, let it be all of you, none of me. Let me only be your vessel. Lord, anoint the heads and the feet of every bestie that is listening every best or that is listening lord god help them wash out their day and just focus primarily on what you have to say to them specifically speak to all of us lord and i ask all of this in jesus name i pray amen all right y'all so our topic today is are you dealing with a victim mentality okay are you dealing with a victim's mentality well, what is a victim's mentality? Because a lot of us don't even know what that is, but a lot of us are walking in it. So a victim mentality is when you believe that you have no control over the things that happen to you. It's a feeling that the world is up against you and you blame everyone else for the problems you face. It can it can sound like a lot of different things, but here's an example. They did that to me. They did this. They did that. And when you go and um talk about everything that they did, but you never take responsibility for the small part you may have played in it. Are you thinking everything is out to get you? Every single thing. Like, you have this woe is me type of attitude. Like, oh my gosh, I'm having a bad day because X, Y, and Z. Oh my God, this happened. I'm having a bad day. And you never look on the brighter side like all you see is the bad things that happen and you're thinking that you're the only one that is going through something like this like always blaming someone else or feeling like you can't change the things that happen in your own life like you're not responsible for your own life I get it bad things do happen to us and there are things that happen that are unfortunate and Sometimes it can look like everything is up against you, but you have to realize that no, you are n- nothing in this world is happening to you. Everything in this world is happening for you. And once you take on that mindset, the victim mentality got to go. Okay. Um, I've talked to a lot of different people in my life and I've seen the victim mentality at work. And I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, it's just other people. No, I've seen the victim mentality at work in my own life. I can remember days where I was laying down in my bed, fighting depression and saying, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that because X, Y and Z making excuses like I don't have a responsibility to get up and live my life. You know, so the victim mentality could come on any and everybody. And I believe that everybody at some point in their life have experienced and walked in a victim's mentality. Okay, even for christians the devil did this the devil did that that is a that that is an ounce of a victim's mentality as well you're saying and blaming everything on the devil but at the end of the day the devil don't have as much power as you give him he don't he actually is powerless until god gives him the ability to do something did you know that you are power more powerful than the enemy because you have a body here on this earth that may go over so many people's heads but the devil is a spirit, a fallen angel who has no power. 
He has no power. He cannot do anything unless he gets permission from God. But you, on the other hand, you have dominion over all the earth, over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over all the livestock, over all the earth, because God gave you dominion. He didn't give you no victim's mentality. He gave you power. He gave you power. So blaming the enemy for everything, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna change nothing. You you gonna still be operating in that victim's mentality because he don't have as much power as you give him. That's for somebody. Because you can't sit there and say, Oh, the devil this, the devil that. No. Sometimes sometimes it's you. Sometimes it's you. You put yourself in that situation. You went to that party. You you did that. And you can't say, oh, that person made me do that. Oh, he made me cuss them out. He made me go off. He made me retaliate like that. Yeah, people can push your buttons, but at the end of the day, you still have a choice whether whether or not you act upon them pushing your buttons. You have a, you have a choice in either responding or reacting. You got a choice in everything you do. Okay? I've heard this. Matter of fact, I'm going to be real transparent with y'all. Right before I said I was going to start this podcast, I looked up victim mentality to see um, how many more people were talking about this. And this young lady I seen, she was saying something about we always want to see who is getting oppressed the most. We want to, it's like a competition. Whose story is more sadder? Okay, who went through the most stuff? I can remember walking through my life thinking that I didn't have a story because it, was, it wasn't it was as tragic as another person's story. So that meant I didn't have a story. I didn't get shot three times. I didn't get, I didn't rage from the dead. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get raped. I didn't get, I didn't lose a house or, you know, God didn't bless me with this X amount of money. So I didn't have a story, but that wasn't true because just because my tragedy or something I went through was not as, as tragic as somebody else, which it shouldn't even be comparing stories, but just because it didn't sound as tragic as somebody else, that meant I didn't have a story. That's not true. And we, as people, do seem to compare and we do seem to, no, not matter of fact, we don't seem, we do, we do measure our lives by who is getting oppressed more. Like, I, just think, just think and pay attention to your conversations that you're having with people. And if you just happen to say something bad has happened to you, watch and see if that person will try to say something bad happened to them and make it a little bit more worse than what happened to you. That's how you know <laughs> you are operating or the other person is operating in a victim's mentality. There are three beliefs that are very common when you're experiencing a victim mentality. One is bad things just happen to me no matter what I do. Another one is it's always their fault. It's never my fault. And an example of this is when someone breaks up, when a couple breaks up, you know, they we always put it on the other person. Oh, it was their fault and they, they should have did this and I would have stayed or whatever the case may be. It's never, okay, what, well, what did I do? How did I contribute to this? It's, it's always their fault and not yours. Or I can't change it. So there's no point of trying. That's a belief of somebody who's operating in a victim's mentality. Okay. So some signs of a victim mentality. We have some negative talk, negative self-talk. Now this one is kind of hidden because you you may not talk about that with other people, but you are giving a lot of criticism to yourself and you're talking bad to yourself in your mind. Um, self-pity, defensiveness, always having a reason why something wouldn't work, living in past trauma, never looking forward to anything about the future, lacking empathy for others, never accepting responsibility, quick to judge, 
constantly speaking about all the negativity, angry at others' good news. These are all signs of a victim's mentality. And I'm not saying that there's anything like horribly wrong with a victim's mentality. The reason why I wanted to bring for this topic is because I don't want God's children to be walking around with this type of mentality because this is not a mindset that God intended for us to have. God said at the beginning when he created us, he created us to have dominion, which means to rule and subdue. That means to dominate the earth. So that means we do not have to be oppressed by the things that are happening to us and really believe that things are happening to us and not for us. I want God's people, God's children to be free and to know that they can do anything they put their mind to. Not a handful of people, you know, but every single one of the, one of God's children. Anybody who has a body that is human, you can do anything that you put your mind to. Anything. You don't have to allow the the bad things that happen for you to dictate your next move or the way your mind is programmed. And even if these things have programmed your mind, I want to come to be the voice that God uses to dismantle the victim's mentality, whether you're going through it right now in this season of your life or if you will go through it in another season of your life. This podcast is going to be up for a lifetime. So you'll be able to come and listen, whether it's right now, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 5 years from now. I want to be able to allow God to speak to you through me because the victim mentality cannot stay and rest upon you because you are greater than that. So, yes. So let's get into the nitty gritty of what may cause a victim's mentality to set in your mind. Because it starts in the mind. Everything starts in the mind. Everything. Every single thing you see started in a mind. Everything. Whether you're looking at nature that started in God's mind. Whether you're looking in your mirror, you started in God's mind. Everything that is that can be seen started in a mind. The things that cre- were created by human hands. That all started in a mind. Okay, so a victim's mentality starts in the mind and everybody, as I said before, has been a victim at some part of their life. They've been a victim. Okay, victim being a victim and a victim mentality is two totally different things. Being a victim to something, being a victim to something is just being a person that has been mishandled everybody's been somebody who's been mishandled or misused because when you don't know the purpose of something you tend to misuse it um even if you suffered through something you you're a victim if you were um tricked or duped you were a victim everybody has been a victim to something but having a victim mentality is different it's not the same as being a victim so like i keep saying over and over a mentality a victim mentality is all about your mind it's the place where you live from um and if you're suffering from the victim's mentality it, the truth is it could have started way back when you were a child way back when you were a child because an adult a teenager a young adult all all they are is children who've grown up a little bit more and a lot of us are still living in unresolved moments from childhood there are so there are certain ways we respond that we probably shouldn't respond in that way and we probably wouldn't respond in that way if we go back to deal with some of that trauma that we've experienced as a child or as a young adult or 
just yesterday because there are some moments that is not necessarily happened to us when we were children but there are moments that we just push pat push to the back of our minds and act like never happened but they show up and in situations and circumstances when we deal with other people because something in that other person triggered that response or that reaction in you and it could have tapped on a victim's mentality that's why it's very important to go to god and allow your allow him to show you you and be able to you know see yourself because when you don't see yourself you are (laughs) you're gonna be bleeding on a lot of other people and you're going to be missing out on the beauty that is you i know it's hard to sit down and deal with some of the things that you have done and really face yourself but it's necessary one of the greatest commandments is to love your neighbor as you love yourself god actually put that next to the greatest one which is to love god with all your heart mind and soul and strength and then the one that's equally important is to love your neighbor as yourself and we often think that we have to love our neighbor first love god and love people but that's an error that's not what he said he said love your neighbor as you love yourself you can't love your neighbor if you don't love yourself and loving yourself is not buying yourself things loving yourself is not going get your nails and your feet done or your haircut or putting fancy clothes on no loving yourself is is accepting yourself in your entirety accepting the the good the bad and the becoming that is what loving yourself is all about giving yourself grace allowing yourself to be able to grow and being patient with yourself seeing yourself as god see you that is loving yourself all the other stuff is an extension of loving yourself yes you can buy yourself things yes you can go out and um basically decorate the house you're in Yes, you can do those things, but that is not essentially loving yourself because your true self is not your body. Your true self is your spirit. And if you are suffering internally, what's the point in doing stuff externally for yourself? You know what I'm saying? So, um, yes, a victim mentality could really be sourced back to the moments you felt like you were misunderstood um, you were betrayed or when you were abused and everybody has been betrayed misunderstood and abused before you may not have been physically abused but somebody has emotionally scarred you you've emotionally scarred yourself you misunderstood yourself before you betrayed yourself many times so it's not necessarily external people doing things to you it's also the things you do to yourself because i i'm sick of i'm sick of us always looking to others thinking that everything is everything has to do with other people no most of the time we really put ourselves in a lot of the situations that we go through you know god gives us a lot of warning when it comes to dealing with stuff he tells us don't go there don't do that he may not say those words all the time but there's a feeling that he brings you and it's called conviction Before you put your hand on the hot stove, you can feel the heat from the stove. You can feel that. Okay? That that thought that tells you, maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe it's not right. I need to go home. Baby, that is conviction. That is God working through the Holy Spirit to tell you, do not do that. You know better. Go the opposite way. Don't put yourself through that. A lot of things could have been prevented if we listened to our what they call the conscience, okay? A lot of things could have been prevented. A lot of heartbreak could have been prevented. A lot of hurt could have been prevented. If we would have just listened to that voice that tells us, that voice of reason that tells us, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that, okay? But a lot of times we want to ignore that voice. A lot of times we want to sit there and do our own thing thinking that we know best for ourselves. When actually we don't know what's best for ourselves. Because if we knew it was best for ourselves, we wouldn't subject ourselves to things that are 
under our feet, lesser value than what we deserve. We wouldn't do that to ourselves. If we truly loved ourselves, we wouldn't even put ourselves in those situations. We wouldn't do that. So betrayal. A, A betrayal of trust could make you feel like a victim. And it can make you feel like, okay, I can't trust nobody. Right? I'm going to tell you all a story from my past. Um, And it's a story that I've told before. And none of the people that I'm about to say something about, um, I'm not holding nothing against anybody. It's just a part of my history. So I'm going to tell this story. Um, There was a time in my life where I was hanging out with this group of people and one of my friends was sleeping with a guy that I um I was with, you know, and she didn't tell me. She 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 thought it would be really cool to like just still invite me and um you know, pretend that we were friends and you know, it hurt me and then I found out that Everybody knew except me, you know, and that that was something that I had to deal with um, pretty much with God by myself. I had to deal with that. And I found myself because I was betrayed by a group of people taking it out on the people who God sent me to actually be my friends. Um, and that betrayal left a scar in me that I didn't allow God to heal initially because I didn't know how, you know, I didn't, I didn't know that one, I didn't know how he would heal me. I knew he wanted to heal me, but I didn't know how he wanted to heal me. And it wasn't, it wasn't going back and get closure from those people. It wasn't going to get another set of friends. No, it was literally going within myself. Um, becoming a friend of myself to deal with that but it left a dent in me to be like okay I can't trust this new person or these new friends I can't I can't trust them but that's a lesson in itself we can't take what somebody else did to us and put it on the next person because that person didn't do nothing to you you know and we have to really acknowledge our part in the situation. So my part in the situation was I should have been let those those friends go. I should have been let them go because that was not the environment that God had for me. And he had been telling me that not that they were bad people, not that they um, not that they were bad people. Just that wasn't the people that God had for me to be with. And he had been warning me. That's not you. You need to be this over here. But I was so uncomfortable with being with God and being by myself that I would ultimately set myself up for betrayal. Because that didn't just, it didn't just happen. That didn't just, that, that situation didn't just happen overnight. No, that happened gradually. And with those with those people I forgive them wholeheartedly because it's like I can't hold them to something that they did cuz I do stuff too you know no I didn't do nothing like that but I still do stuff too and I do it to God you know so I had to forgive them because I'm not bigger than forgiveness you know what I'm saying but many romantic relationships have ended because of repeated betrayals and most friendships end in some type of betrayal and like if you ever been betrayed you might have a hard time trusting people it's not easy to get betrayed and then go back into looking at people um it's not easy to get betrayed and then go back to people and be like okay they never will betray me either no it's hard it's hard because you like, all right, these people betrayed me and I put my trust out there. And it's just like you took they took your trust. And it's like I don't have no trust to give to this next person because they took it from me. You know what I'm saying? And that all can result in a victim's mentality. Even if you got betrayed as a young 
as a young kid, like I can remember um, my parents telling me certain things and it didn't happen. Now, mind you, my parents could have very well forgot, you know, they could have forgotten. But I held on to it as a kid and it's just like, okay, they, they didn't come through for me. Well, I don't expect nobody else to come through for me if my parents, the people that I grew up with who were my first gods. Because let's be real, parents, you better be very aware. You are the first god that that your children see. Okay, liturgy. You're the first god, so you have to set a, 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 a beautiful foundation. You're not God, but you are the first gods. They they look to you for everything. They look look to you for everything. And they're watching you and they're emulating you. So you saying, don't do what I do. Do what I say, that ain't gonna work. They're watching every move you make, every promise you you giving to them, everything. So keep your word. Walk straight and narrow. Do the best you can because there are little people watching you. And you are setting the foundation of what they will see when they get to God. All right. Another cause of victim mentality could very well be avoidance. Let me tell you how. Because working hard is so much harder than hardly working. You might be thinking to yourself, dog, hardly working. You just sitting there. Okay. But they got many people that are lazy, so they would rather just avoid it altogether. Let me tell you something. I can be honest with y'all. Sometimes it's just like, bro, I avoid stuff. I avoid doing stuff because I just don't feel like it. Like, some of the time, I just don't be feeling like it. And I know everybody has these moments. Like, I don't feel like it. I don't want to do it. So I'd rather avoid it. Millions of responsibilities could be sitting on the table for me. And I'd just be like, man, look, can I go do something else? Because I don't feel like it. I don't. And that, that that happens to me a lot. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm battling, battling that right now, if I can be totally honest with y'all. Battling that right now, avoidance, you know, avoiding stuff. Because chasing your dreams or putting forth effort for something that you really want, it really takes hard work. It takes resilience. It takes confidence. It takes trust in God. It takes a willingness to be uncomfortable to grow. Something that I I just can't fathom is why we can't be comfortable while we grow. No, we got to be uncomfortable. We got to be putting our body under tension to grow. Always. Growth does not come with comfortability. They are counterparts, you know. And I, talking dead to myself, when you got a victim's mentality, you would rather avoid your success because you're afraid of your success more than failure and i just want to talk to that person right now i want to talk to you who are avoiding the hard work because of fear because that that is the underlying that's the underlying um foundation of this type of victim mentality this this cause of victim mentality so I just say to you, what do you have to lose when you are born a winner? The world may seem like it's set up for you to lose, but God set it up for you to win. I want to remind you of who you are. The very first thing God spoke to you was that you were created in his image after his likeness. To have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, all the livestock, and every creepy crawly thing on the earth and over all the earth. You were created to reign. You were created to dominate. You were created for more. You are the image of god he spit you out he made you it like in his likeness he gave you his character so you allowing fear is is the counterpart to who you actually are i get it feel the fear but don't allow the fear to subdue you when you were made to subdue it how do you subdue fear by 
doing what you're scared to do anyway whether it is it is taking it one step doing it doing taking one step toward the goal that you have that is how you subdue it that is how you how you do it instead of avoiding it take the step let me tell y'all i'm gonna be fully transparent i'm gonna be fully transparent i was almost not about to do anything for blissful faith today because i was avoiding it but i said okay let me come on here and at least do the podcast i mean because y'all writing writing is easy for me but it's, it's 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 at the same time it's hard and it's a lot a hard it is hard work walking in the ministry it is very it is not easy this is not easy getting on here talking speaking because everything that come out of my mouth everything that comes out this mouth will be tested and tried and everything in a mama will try to to get me to not move forward and what i'm saying because once it comes out of my mouth i have a responsibility too i can't sit there and act like i didn't say it i can't sit there and act like i didn't hear it so i can't avoid it i can't sit there if even if i if um having a victim mentality comes in and i start to be having a pity party for myself i gotta remember what god said about me too i gotta remember the words that he spoke to me and through me so i can't sit there and take on or allow the victim mentality to stay because it will visit it's gonna visit but i can't allow it to subdue me so you can't allow that fear to subdue you you have to go after your god-given purpose you have to go after what he's placed on your heart the things that are bigger than you there's i don't care what what you say what your mama say what your daddy say you have something inside of you god is showing you something no matter if it's on a huge scale or not whatever he's showing you go after it go after it whether you got the money whether you got the resources it don't matter everything you have is everything you need don't ever think that that you cannot start something because you don't have money what's money to the god who is everything and if he put it in your heart, there's no dollar amount that, that can buy what he's put in your heart. He has you and he wants you to do it. Stop avoiding what God has put on your heart to do. It is bigger than you. It is way bigger than you. Because guess what? It's not, it's not even about you. God wants to, you are an answer to one of the problems that is that this earth needs. Like, you are an answer. You are the, the solution. And it's going to be bigger than you because it's not, a, it's not a you idea. It's a God idea. He wants to use you, though. He wants, he wants to show you you through that. So you cannot avoid what, it is, what, what you have. You can't avoid it. You cannot avoid it just because it's hard work, just because you are fearful, just because... You don't think you have the resources because if God gave it to you, if God gave you the idea, if the idea has passed through your mind, that means you can do it. That alone tells you you can do it. Your mind, your mind shouldn't even been able to think that if you couldn't do it. You can do it. You will do it. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for the ideas that you place on your child's heart and what you show them in their minds. God, I ask you, Lord God, as they dream today, let them dream with their eyes open as well and walk forward and know that all they have is all they need because the God of this world is on their side. Lord, let them not avoid anything and take the victim's mentality thinking that they cannot do anything about their situation, that they are not the ones that are the change agents in their environment. God, if they have a relationship with you, all when they get a relationship with you lord god i ask you lord god to position them to think like a king's child a kingdom child a kingdom kid lord god you made them in your image after your likeness lord god so there is nothing that they cannot do help them to believe in themselves and most importantly believe in the god who gave them the idea in the first place god you didn't put your children here to have no victims mentality and to avoid anything lord 
of God and to take on the mentality that this world wants to give. No, God, you said in 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 the beginning that you gave us dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, over all the earth, the livestock, and every creepy crawly thing that is on this earth. Lord God, you gave us the permission to do things, Lord God, and to walk with our head high, knowing that we have the God on of the world who created everything seen and unseen on our side. So, Father God, I just thank you for the newfound vision, for the old visions that you've given your children, that they will take the one step, Lord God, and continue to take the steps for placed in there feet one foot in front of the other and allowing you to walk them into their dreams hand in hand with their bestie forever lord god i thank you right now in Jesus' name okay because we we're not avoiding things anymore we're not doing it we're not doing it we're not going to allow what people say what ourselves say what we're not a, we're not going to allow anything to define who we are except what god word god's word says we're not okay we're not gonna be lazy we're not gonna we have no victim mentality and use avoidance and say we can't do that it's bigger than us yeah it's bigger than us but we still can do it because if we could think it we can do it okay and that's on jesus another cause of a victim mentality is manipulation okay I learned recently that um, the spirit of Jezebel is a manipulative spirit, a spirit that um, wants to control. And um, a lot of people who are attention seekers, they 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 enjoy this this type of um, mentality because when you are when you are sick, when you are sad, that typically gives people um, leeway into your life. Like you, you, they usually. Let me say it another way: when you are sick or you are sad, people usually, you know, ask what's wrong, and that makes you feel good. People start paying attention to you when things are going wrong in your life, which is so sad. Okay, people start paying attention. And um, a lot of people, including myself, because I, when I, I could always say, I, me and my sister used to discuss this a lot when we were younger. We used to like say, "Oh, I actually like getting sick because when I'm sick, mommy and daddy pay more attention to me." We used to say those things. We used to say, "We used to say, oh, you get, you get the um hand, hand and foot treatment, which means that people." come and wait on you hand and foot you don't have to get out of bed things are things are being brought to you and you could just ask for anything while you're sick and me and my sister caught on to that when we were little and um that you know that was a, a attention um seeking type of way we had about us and um it could have opened the door to victimhood and it could have opened the door to manipulation and when you have a victim mentality you may not feel like you have control over your circumstances but you sure feel like you can control others through manipulation and being able to get others to feel sorry for you may bring you a sense of joy okay but um i can understand if you were a child who didn't get a lot of attention and you just wanted someone to see you okay if that's you right now you just want somebody to see you you just want somebody to love you you just want somebody to pay attention to who you are one thing i would ask you is that do you believe that god is paying attention to you it, that god has his eye on you has his hand on you that's something I will ask you. Okay? I get it. We all need to be seen, soothed. We all need that. As humans, we need that. But we have a God who doesn't sleep or slumber, who is into the details of his children's lives. And he really wants you to see that he loves you. Because once you get his love and understand his love, you begin to love yourself. And it won't even matter about other people loving you because you will have fulfillment through his love and onto yourself.
then you won't even you're gonna still desire other people but you won't have a need for that it won't be a void that you need to fill up with other people's attention so i just pray there's a lot of prayer going on i just pray father that the to the person who is desiring attention from external factors that you begin to show them that you see them that you understand them that you love them and that you've always given them attention lord let them not take that thought and that notion for granted that you are always with them and that you see them god open the eyes and the ears of their understanding so that they may see that it's always been you paying attention to them and as you love on them help them to love on themselves and realize that they need to give themselves attention and not seek attention from outside our external factors god is you and them they were born by themselves and they will depart from this world by themselves so help them to be okay with walking alone and giving that attention to themselves so that when they seek the attention for themselves through themselves and through you that when other people give them the attention lord god it will be it won't be a necessity it won't be a necessity for them but they will it will it will be they will be able to function the way you intended they won't lose anything and they won't gain anything through other people giving them attention so i thank you god for this and i come against the spirit of jezebel right now the manipulative spirit that tries to tell them that they need to control their circumstances they need to control other people and manipulate people to get what they want that is not how you work in the kingdom god that is not how we will work. That is not how we will walk. And God, I just thank you for this time. And I thank you, Lord God, that it's canceled right now in the name of Jesus. And they are set free. That we are set free. Because I'm not exempt from anything. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. There's a lot of praying going on. And it feels good. Because I, I know that God wants each and every one of us free from the victim's mentality. And he wants to be the one to fill voids in our lives no matter where this mentality may stem from because we were never meant to walk in this mentality so i want to get into ways that we can fix a victim's mentality okay because it's not as hard as it it probably may seem or you may think it's not as hard but it does take us working toward getting free Okay, so let's get into it. I have about three to four ways on how to fix a victim's mentality. Okay, so number one, acknowledge that you may be experiencing a victim's mentality. The step, the first step to anything is to acknowledge it, like to call it out. Okay. You have to be honest with yourself about where you are. You have to be honest with God about where you are because you will never be able to get free from something unless you acknowledge that. I want to be free from this. I acknowledge that I've been walking in it. Okay? And that takes self-awareness because that takes self, self-awareness self and acceptance because sometimes we will be able to see that we're walking in a victim's mentality. And sometimes God will point it out, but we have to either be aware of it or accept it when God tells us, okay? And it's not something that makes you less than if you're walking around in a victim's mentality. Because again, all of us have experienced a victim mentality, whether it was when we were children or as we grew up. All of us have. And in each area, you 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 may not know it and be able to identify it, but somewhere along the line, we all have experienced this. And it's not a bad thing because once you know you do better okay so that's the first step you have to acknowledge that you may be experiencing a victim's mentality and know that this is not something that you have to be ashamed of because you will be free from this okay number two take responsibility for your own actions every situation that you've face you have played a role in it once you come to the terms with that truth 
you can begin to identify your role in it. And then that will take you on the road to fixing this mentality that you have. Literally, everything. Some things, it did happen to you and you were a victim of it. But even then, it's still your responsibility to fix it. It's still your responsibility to forgive. It's still your responsibility to take that to God. So either way the cut go, you're still responsible for your own actions. So self awareness and accountability will be your best friends in this battle against victims mentality because that's the enemy those two are enemies to victimhood so if you acknowledge your role in these situations i want to tell you that that don't mean the situation was your fault an example if you went somewhere and you know for a fact that God told you not to go and something bad happened to you, right? It's not your fault that something bad happened to you, okay? No, you didn't ask for that. You didn't ask for the bad thing to happen to you, but you did go. So you have to take the responsibility. Yes, I did go, but you have to know and be aware enough that I I went there, but I didn't cause this to happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I did hear God tell me, or I did hear that voice that said, don't go, don't go. And I and I saw the warning signs. I saw all the red flags. It doesn't mean that it's your fault. Okay? It's not your fault. But you do have a responsibility in your actions. You don't have to put the blame on yourself. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't blame yourself. But just be aware that, you know, you did go. You 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 had a part to play in it but it's not my fault that this happened to me i didn't cause this to happen to me it ain't my fault but i did go and i accept my responsibility i said accept my part in it but it's not my fault you have to tell yourself that let's just say i'm gonna use this example um let me think of an example for my own life um okay i can use the same example of the the the, the um young lady sleeping with my my ex-boyfriend Yes, there were a lot of warning signs that I had, um, and I still chose to be her friend and be around her before that certain situation happened, right? But um, it's not my fault that that happened. I didn't make her sleep with him. I didn't make her um, not tell me. I didn't make her do anything. But I do accept the fact that, you know, there were warning signs and I still went and I still was friends with her. It's not my fault that that hurt me. It's not my fault. I'm not blaming myself and I'm not even blaming her. It happened. You know, it happened. And yes, I was upset. I was upset at her. I was upset at him. I was upset at myself. I was upset. I did blame. I blamed. I blamed. And I, I failed to see me at first and take responsibility for myself, okay? But now, looking back at the situation, I can stand here and say, baby, that was not my fault. I should have listened, but it wasn't my fault, okay? And same thing for you. You can do it while you're in a situation, okay? And know that nothing that's happening for you Remember, nothing is happening to us. Everything is happening for us. Nothing is happening. Nothing happened for you is your fault. You're not the blame. Don't put the blame on yourself, okay? I hope y'all understanding what I'm saying because I know it's a lot. And I know um, I could talk. But, Holy Spirit, I pray that you are illuminating areas in my life as well as the besties and bestos' lives that help them to come to terms with this victim mentality stuff because this is not your will for your children okay the third thing i would say is um and how to fix this victim mentality is give everything to god the reason why this one is so important is because you really can't get yourself out of a victim's mentality you can't even though you are the one living your life you don't remember every moment in your life 
So, like, back to what I was saying earlier, if something happened in your childhood and you 65, nine times out of ten, you may not even remember the moment where little Bobby stole your bike. You might not even remember that. You may remember some things, but you may not remember everything that happened in your childhood. Even if you're 25, like, you may not remember there are some things that you just don't remember, so but God does remember. He can he's the only one that can tell you what, when, how, and why you developed a victim's mentality and then turn around and be the one to help you through this and deliver you from it. And he can also help you to stay out of that mentality. Okay? Even if you creeping back in to that mentality, he'd be like, uh-uh, remember when mm, remember when we dealt with this? Oh no, Ladasia, you is slipping into that that mentality again, baby. Come on, turn it, turn back to me. You know he the only one that can do that. He the only he's the perfect accountability for you. Cause let me tell you, people not gonna always be around, and people not with you twenty four seven. So like, we gotta take advantage of the fact that God is always with us, and that God is, um. Our accountability. We gotta we gotta take advantage of that. Alright. And number four, this one is the best one in my opinion. Because I feel like if we would take the time to do this, we would avoid so much. And this is understand who you are. Because you're not a victim, bestie. God never called you a victim. He never called you that. But what he did call you is the salt of the earth. He did call you the light of the world. He did call you a friend of Jesus. He did call you a masterpiece. He called you loved. He called you royal priesthood. He never said that you were a victim. So one thing you have to do is separate that mentality from who you are. And... Um, some of the episodes before this were talking about a garage, right? So we have decluttering your garage, how to declutter your garage, and we have understanding why your garage is cluttered. That was the episode right before this. I would give you guys, I would advise you guys to go out, go and listen to that podcast and also read that blog. Because when you are able to separate who you are from what has been done and what you've done, oh, you're going to be a bad girl. Oh, you're going to be a bad boy. Ain't nothing and no one going to be able to do nothing to you. And you're really going to be like, oh, no, that ain't happened to me. That happened for me. You got to understand who you are. And you cannot think for a second that this mentality and this way of thinking is who you are. That ain't you. That's not how God created you. And I actually have another one. I have one more. I have one more. So it is give yourself grace to grow out of this mentality. One thing we have to do is give ourselves grace. Be patient with ourselves. Understand that we are still learning and growing. And that nothing we do is going to be set in stone we have our whole life our lives are a journey and we get to participate in our lives by giving ourselves grace you just learn that you have a victim's mentality okay you're not going to be able to get rid of it in just a matter of a couple of days or a couple of months or even a year no don't even focus on the time focus on being better in allowing God to loosen this a little bit at a time. You know how you know how you um op- try to open a jar and you really can't get it open right then and there, but you you take a break and let it sit for a little while. I just see a pickle jar. Somebody's been trying to open a pickle jar. So, you o- you try to open it and you can't open it. And you're just like, "All right, you get a little frustrated, you go put it down." And then you come back to it. And maybe you can't, you still can't open it. 
But then you come back to it or then you ask somebody else to be able to open it for you and they get they get it open for you. So you try to open a pickle jar and you try it again. But sometimes it takes somebody that's a little bit stronger to help you to get through that, right? So be patient with yourself and allow God to carry you through this because it's not going to go away in a couple of weeks, in a couple of months, and maybe a couple of years. No, you got to keep working at it because you'll always be going through different situations and circumstances. And um, they will they will always try to put you back in a victim's mentality, but you got to continuously rise above and remember who God called you to be. All right? So I... I think I'm done. I think we're done for today, besties. Um, The last thing I will leave you with is that you are not alone. I don't ever want y'all to think that y'all are alone in anything that y'all are going through. Every podcast that God allows me to speak, I just want y'all to know that I am going through this too. Like, I am walking through this. Nobody is exempt from anything i know that people may have been a been speaking to you from a place of oh i've been there done that those who ministered god's word but i will always be here to tell y'all and be transparent with y'all about the things that i go through because we are besties here and i want y'all to know that we are walking hand in hand with our bestie forever together There is nothing that God will allow me to speak on. I don't believe that he will ever allow me to speak on um, things that I haven't been through or I'm not currently going through. And I will constantly tell them myself because I want to be transparent. I want y'all to know that y'all not alone. And I don't ever want to be looked at as somebody who doesn't go through nothing or somebody who's perfect. Because that's not true. Perfect left the building over 2,000 years ago. And his name is Jesus Christ. And he is our bestie forever. And he is the one that is perfect. So if we are perfect, we wouldn't have a need for him. And all of us, under the sound of my voice, and those who would never, ever hear my voice, will have to know this. Like, they will have to know this. And they will have to understand that. Like, none of us will ever be perfect. But the enemy's number one tactic... I believe it's one one of his number one tactics is to get people to feel like they are alone and that they're the only one that is going through this. And I will do my absolute best to ensure y'all that y'all are never y'all are never alone um, in anything y'all go through. And um, for I'll just throw this out there: if y'all ever need to talk, um, you can email Blissful Fate Journey at gmail.com to be able to reach out to get prayer requests done um and just say hello and because we can't comment under these um podcasts you don't have a way to comment under these podcasts i don't believe um but we do have an email that you can you know send stuff in and talk and chat we do have an email for that so I wanted to put that out there. And um, if you are experiencing victim's mentality, again, don't be ashamed because nine times out of ten, the person next to you is dealing with the same thing. And we never know unless we are honest and transparent. You know, don't you don't have to go around and tell everybody, oh, I have a victim's mentality. No, you don't got to do that. But just be transparent with your story and be transparent because you never know who you can help and you never know how you can be set free you never know how god want to use anything to set you or another person free and this is an opportunity for us to grow and get closer to god so there's nothing to be ashamed of so that's all i have for you guys today um remember you are destined to win because he got up and that jesus is your bestie forever always and forever okay and that we are besties and best doors and yeah, yeah. So this is D, and I am signing out. Matter of fact, before I sign out, I'm going to pray again. So, Father, I thank you for your word. I pray that it was sown on good ground. God, I ask you, Lord God, to help each and every one of us to get free from this victim's mentality 
and to see ourselves the way you see us. Lord God, help us to see ourselves as masterpieces, love, chosen, royal priesthood, holy nations, Lord God, the ones you gave dominion to help us to walk in dominion and understand what it is for ourselves as individuals, Lord God. Help us to take responsibility for the things that we um, played our parts in and take responsibility for the things that were put on us by coming to you, Lord God, and allowing you to show us our part and your part, Lord God, to continuously come to you to cast our cares onto you because you care for us, God. Lord, um, we just say thank you for exposing this spirit, this Jezebel spirit, and for this victim mentality or whatever spirit that's called, okay? And I thank you, Lord God, that we are freer today than we were a couple of minutes ago, a couple of seconds ago yesterday, and that this is the opportunity for us to learn more about you, to grow with you, and to learn more about ourselves. And I just say thank you. I thank you for using me again, and I thank you for speaking to both me and the besties and best stories. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. This is D for real this time, and I'm signing out. <laughs>